Let us be attentive. The Lord is my strength and my song. The Lord has chastened me sorely. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. Only take care lest this liberty of yours somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone sees you, a man of knowledge, at a table in an idol's temple, might he not be encouraged, if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so by your knowledge, this weak man is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died. Thus sinning against your brethren and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of my brother's falling, I will never eat meat, lest I cause my brother to fall. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are not you my workmanship in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. According to St. Matthew, let us be attentive. The Lord said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? 
And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked, or sick or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Hello. Wake up. This morning's gospel lesson serves as our annual wake-up call from the church. As you know, we are approaching Great Lent and going into the fast. We proceed with the same readings every year. We're getting ready for Lent. Likewise, I'm sure you've all had the joy of watching the Olympics at some point over these two weeks. We too are athletes in this same manner. And Lent is our Olympic stage, which means leading up to Lent, we need to be in the best spiritual shape of our lives. The Church has tried to equip us with the tools for this great event. The publican taught us humility. The prodigal taught us repentance. And today, Christ teaches us exactly what it is we ought to be doing and shares with us the consequences of our inaction. In both of the preceding gospel lessons, we are reinforced with the great love that God has for us. In his mercy, he sent the publican home justified, and in his love, he receives the prodigal back into his kingdom. Today, the church wants us to know something else. Yes, God is mercy. Yes, God is love. But also, God is our judge. 
And not only that, but he is a just judge. So this morning, I would like to share a few thoughts on this passage as we gear up for great and holy Lent. In this morning's gospel, the judgment being recounted is not one of the past, but of the future. This is the way Christ will judge the world at his second and glorious coming. There will be sheep and there will be goats. The sheep are the righteous at the right, and the goats are the sinners at the left. Christ's commands are clear in what he expects from us. He has said it repeatedly in other passages. Love your God with all your soul, heart, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. These two things we have said before are inseparable. You cannot love God if you do not love your neighbor, and you cannot love your neighbor if you do not love God. So today, this point is actualized. Christ tells us if we have not acted in love and kindness for our neighbor, we have not loved him. And when we are neglecting the least of God's people, we are in fact neglecting God. So from this morning's passage, we take a list of commands expected by us from God. Feed the hungry. Give drink to the thirsty. Welcome the stranger. Clothe the naked. Visit the sick and the imprisoned. More than what we should do, we are reminded today of what our inaction can lead to. In our lives, there are sins we commit and sins which are of good things that we omit or good things that we do not do. Here, Christ tells us very clearly, when we neglect these people, He is still watching us. When we do not try to help, He knows that. And when we walk past and do nothing, we are ignoring Him. I'm not making this up to scare you. It's right here in this morning's Gospel. As you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. However, also today, we are reminded of the great reward of God. Do these things, and one day you will hear the words, Come, O blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. This line is so powerful. It tells us we will be blessed by God for doing these good things. And we will inherit the kingdom. Inherit. In the way a child inherits the joys of their parents, we will inherit the kingdom of God. It is not earned. So don't think that this life is a game of points to earn salvation. But simply inherited by us through the blessing we receive from following the commands of God. So in closing, I would like to share a brief story. I learned something new just recently, a pleasant similarity I share with Deacon Paul. While he celebrates his 10th anniversary to the diaconate, I am celebrating my second. And after speaking with him this morning, it was also 
both of our ordinations fell on the same Judgment Sunday. This morning's Gospel lesson is one that I will always hold dear in my heart for that reason. Judgment Sunday two years ago, I was ordained to a deacon. So if you can imagine all the stresses of that day, standing in front of the icon of Christ with a towel covering my head, giving me a perfect little nest for prayer, it was the most peaceful liturgy I had ever encountered. Until the Gospel reading. It is terrifying to hear this passage. And the fathers even tell us this is the reason that we read this passage to approach Lent. They're telling us, don't relax. Don't be a spectator in life. Do something. We are assigned this passage from the church in her wisdom and love for us that we can be ready at the second coming of Christ. So as I will always have this gospel with me from the morning I joined the ordained ranks of the clergy, I know it's something I must always work at. And I pray that all of you can likewise take steps in your own lives to get uncomfortable for the glory of God. Amen.